Welcome in to all our dads out there and all our moms. You are listening to episode 121 of the Fade You podcast. This is our final Super Bowl preview pod. So we got all the good stuff for you. We got all the dads here. We are on Twitter at Fade You Sports. Make sure you're giving us a follow. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and get this epic podcast every time it drops. My name is Matthew James. I'm at Matthew James 78 on Twitter. Uh, I like hockey, so that's good. Uh, and I am drinking a Jack and Diet in honor of my dad, who almost died. More on that's that in a second. Fucking oh, more on that fucking, in a second. Great uh, job, Maddie. Joe, what are you drinking? Joe is at Joe underscore knows underscore underscore underscore, and you are drinking. I am drinking the same thing I was the other night, the Kirkland Signature Cabernet Sauvignon. Except for I'm not high as fuck like I was in the last podcast. <laughs> There's a box of wine and it's, you know, I'm surprised I haven't finished it yet. So don't bust my balls, you dickheads. There's like three and a half bottles in there, but it'll be gone soon. So don't worry. The box wine fucks. It definitely fucks. Yeah. Especially at Chris Duke's bachelor party when we hang it over your head when you're laying in bed and pour it all over your shirt. It got my, I kept my shirt clean until, (laughs) who are you? Who was with you? It was uh, me and uh, shout out the fucking bald God, Greg. Oh my god, that was Johnny Sins with you? Johnny Sins, yeah. Okay. Sorry, not not Greg Johnson. Yeah, who's Greg? Johnny Sins. Yeah. Johnny Sins was with me. That's how he's known around certain parts. Let's see. Uh Joe almost died yesterday, but it's gonna take uh it's gonna take a hell of a lot more than a a five foot Asian woman driving a Silverado. Yeah, I got take I my dad my out. Fuck, <laughs> I think my fucking white ford fusion from my work vehicle was just cursed because i got rear-ended with the freck then i got t-boned by a gigantic chevy silverado yesterday and my car is now totaled so now i got a new one we but and he doesn't miss one pod uh, don't miss one pod i didn't miss work today but i am sore as a motherfucker but these like six glasses of wine i've had are helping a lot and about uh, and about a dozen ibuprofen (laughs) that's good well, while Joe's life was almost taken, Kyle has given life with his penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's nutsack. <laughs> with his semen. So Kyle. Oh my God. <laughs> Kyle's on Twitter. With his penis. <laughs> the unit works. It works. <laughs> oh, man. And his penis are on Twitter at Kmart's underscore angles. Follow that for the two dads, one ball. But Kmart, give us a, a baby update. You've been busy being an actual dad. Missed yeah, a couple pods, but uh, let us know how it's going. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun, except when she wants to have her witching hour from like 11 to 2 in the morning. So oh. we're trying to figure that part out, but, you know... I cry with her when she's in that spell, so it just creates her good comedy. <laughs> it's just a it's it's just a real shame that the Niners are zero one with her being alive. Dude, yeah. I know. 
I know. Like <laughs> I, I was feeling it with her. I'm just like, oh man, you, you came early for me, so you could watch this, watch us go to the Super Bowl. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice fourth quarter again, Niners. Oh God, Neil. I feel like we tried to we tried to tell Kyle about the the midnight hours and the the crying session. I remember many pods ago. He was like, well, I stayed up till nine o'clock. Does that count? You said, yeah, kudos. You'll be asleep by nine o'clock. I mean, it does count when you're a kid, when you're a dad, because nine o'clock you're done. Cause you know, you're going to be up, you know, at midnight at 3.00 AM, you know, and at 6.00 AM. So getting to bed at nine is, is no, no less of a feat, but I just want to commend Kyle. You know, he creates life with his semen and Chris just swallows it. So, you know, priorities, Right. Priorities, though. You do what you do. No judgment. No judgment on the fade you. Are we freaking my wife laugh in the background, too? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. What a start to this pod. (laughs) Chris, there are so many ways I could go with that. But, um, yeah, how are you and Ed doing? You guys hang out? You guys guys hang out a lot. He's sad that the Chiefs lost. So, he's crying but still buying tequila shots so that's good news <laughs> good for ed good and for he's you. probably adding uh he doesn't need to put salt in those rims he just puts something else <laughs> yeah have fun watching the super bowl with ed <laughs> oh my god all right uh the other handle neil was at big nelly buckets on twitter chris at hazmat suit 23 uh you just couldn't couldn't tweet anything out chris today huh you had northeastern you were texting me about and you and i texted about michigan how much that smelled just couldn't get to it huh murray state barely ranked like mm. 15 on the road that couldn't get there they only won by 11 it's a lot of barely ranked teams like st mary's and shit getting not covering spreads we love to talk about that yeah i was i had a long day i've been dealing with uh some gnarly armicron bro my throat's like scratchy i feel like shit now i just i fucking had a long day and uh on the road a lot and uh I need to post more because the poopy plays are hot on Saturdays. I just need mm-hmm. to slide in some poop during the week. You drinking, Chris? Yes, I ordered. Uh, I sucked down one Stone Delicious IPA, and I just ordered another. So I'm going to smash that, too, and get feeling good on the pot. Love to see it. All right, let's talk the Super Bowl. Um, Joe and I talked the other day about whether this is a, a cool Super Bowl or whether people are excited. You got the NFL awards tonight. All kinds of coaches getting hired. I feel like the game's kind of an afterthought, but I just hope it's better than last year. Um, last year we had a, a, a serious mismatch in the trenches, it turned out, Kyle. And uh, I hope we don't get that again. I mean, the whole narrative this week is since he's O-line can't block and Aaron Donald's going to get a million sacks and be Super Bowl MVP. So what can those Bengals do? <laughs> is that uh, a question for me? Uh, that's yeah, you, your Bengals, your Bengals. <laughs> uh, what can they do? I mean, <clears throat> probably going to see a lot of screens early on, uh, a lot of quick passes, keep the line off balance. So I mean, I, th- I think everybody thought he was going to get sacked how many times against the Chiefs? I think he got down once, maybe. So, they'll, I mean, they're here for a reason. They'll devise a game plan, but it's probably going to be super quick early, and then eventually they're going to go deep to Higgins and 
Jamar Chase. That would be my theory. So Chris has had this, um, I don't even know what to call it. This really fucking dumbass. <laughs> this really interesting uh, theory. And because, you know, Chris's world is full of apparently people that just text him about whatever. And he just says, who you got in the game? And apparently everyone is texting Chris Bengals. So Chris has actually talked his way into believing that the Bengals are some kind of super square public trendy dog. Chris, do you want to defend that position? And he said that before Chris talks, and he said that nobody is on the Rams. No, that was his argument. Nobody wants the Rams. (laughs) I was fucking exaggerating. Okay. Uh, I I stand by that. I think that a lot of people, especially Ram haters. And I, like I'd said, I do have people that like to bet every once in a while. They'll hit me up and who do you like? Who do you like? Or what what should I bet? Or can I get a bet in? I'm like, yeah, what do you want? Just a lot of them that I've talked to even the guy at the bar that I, like to bet on he had Alabama and the Natty. I had Georgia and he just said, I'm going to give me the Bengals with the four points. I said, okay. So a lot of them have been saying that. And a lot of people, I text a guy that doesn't gamble that much. He's like, I'm going to Vegas for the super. I'm like, what are you going to hit Bengals money line? So that's all I'm saying. I think that it's an attractive dog. A lot of people like burrow. A lot of people think the Bengals, they love a darling. They love a a dog that shouldn't be there. Their win total was what six wins. And here they are on the Super Bowl. Everyone thought the Rams were going to do it with Stafford. So fuck. Sorry. But Chris, I think, are there really? Sorry, Rams I think I just though? saw fucking Rogers win the MVP and break my little cup heart, but oh. live on pod, but uh, that's fine. Nice regular season. You fuckhead. Nice fucking playoffs, bitch. Nice. Hair piece. <laughs> what a- hey, See you guys. Yeah, cancel the resi at Ruth's Chris. Fuck, I was about to yeah. book that shit. Damn. All right, Chris, so- I, don't, I don't think there's any Ram haters, though. I mean, fuck, no, I just feel like nobody gives a shit about the Rams. Like, I don't think anybody yeah. hates them. They're just a fucking afterthought. Yeah, it depends. I don't know. I texted a couple guys that are big Cowboy fans when I, when I lived in Dallas dating this girl in Oklahoma, and they're like, they just said for whatever reason he texted me. I hope fucking Burrow fucking sticks his cock in the Rams like they're like fuck the Rams. So I don't know. It depends on where you're at, but uh, I could see a lot of people wanting them to go down. Well, Neil, let's get you in here. You want to you want to try to help Chris make the case for this narrative that maybe the the Bengals are getting too much public love. That this is a team that obviously was never expected to get this far and. And maybe people are falling in love with them a week, a couple weeks too late. And that the Rams really are the much better team here. I don't think there's any, I mean, yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. And we had a little argument back a couple weeks ago, right? You know, I think the first Monday after when we knew what it was. And really my argument was, I just thought Den was going to be on the Bengals just, you know, with his history. Um, I thought he would be on Bengals. Um, You know, I don't, I'm not sure. There's so much public, you know, publicity that we had right when the Rams got Stafford and all these people ran to the window to bet, you know, Rams Super Bowl right out of the gate. I, I don't, I think it's kind of split. I, I don't think I, the Rams on paper, yes, should be the better team. When I, when I look at the game, I just think that like of the two quarterbacks, like 
Burrow's been in one of the biggest games, uh, has been in the biggest game of either quarterback so far in their career, right? The national championship at this point, you know, two years ago is honestly is just as big as a Super Bowl, right? It's one notch below, especially when it's, you know, a national championship against, you know, against Bama. So I, it's hard to say, I, you know, the quarterback, I, we don't know why I don't, no one can really, I think, put a finger on what Burrow's doing and what this team's doing and why they've sort of come so far. How does KC not only score th- three points, you know, in the second half of their game, like after you th- thought they were going to get blown out and, and we were going to have KC in the Super Bowl. Like, it's just hard to put a finger on how KC has done it or sorry, how the Bengals have done it. And, you know, I, I think that's that's scary and that should mean something. Um, you know, for a Rams team that, you know, I think we know what staff, you know, we know what Stafford is, right. And we know what, I think what McVay is going to try and do and keep him, keep him clean and keep him from making a horrible mistake. Um, it's just a, the Bengals are just a huge wild card in this one. Joe, where are we at with the action? Are we still around 58% of the bets on the Rams and 70, 75% of the money? Yep, sure the fuck are. 57% of the bets, 74% of the money are on your L.A. Rams. Yo, Chris, your L.A. Rams. Nobody's betting on them, but 75% of the money. It's fascinating. And over oh, half the people. Big cock money. Okay. I'm going to live wager the Rams when they're down like 17 to 7. Well, it's funny you say that, Kyle, because one thing I've been hearing on a lot of shows is how the Bengals have started slow and that they've had to come back in these games, right? Like they obviously were down 18 to the Chiefs. Uh, They were down to the Titans, had to come back. And the Rams have kind of been front runners, right? Like they jumped out. Weren't they up on the Titans, but kind of gave the game away late? Yeah, I think they were up and then they fell behind and then they ended up coming back and, and getting those turnovers. To well, win. yeah, because Tana, Tannehill threw 17 interceptions yeah. in that game, so that's what got him back in. Or but, I mean, the, uh, the Bengals to win. I mean, of course, the Rams came back against um, San Francisco, but they were front-running all over Arizona oh, yeah. and, uh, and obviously way out in front against Tampa Bay. So it's interesting that you say that. I feel like everybody's expecting the Rams to score. A lot of people are betting Rams first half. Uh, I've seen that, and um, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe this is kind of a wacky one where the Bengals do score first, and it's like, oh shit, they're they're here and they're playing. I mean, I see it. I see it picking up steam as the game goes on. Like I, I think Neil also bet it, but first half under. Um, I see it being one of those games where they're feeling it out, trying not to you know make the big mistake early. So that's kind of why I believe it's going to be low scoring in the first half. But I think midway through the third, it's going to start being lights, camera action. And that, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. Cause God almighty, if we have something to get like, like last year, or Rams Patriots oh. uh, kill me now. God. Kyle, is there, is there a yeah. chance that people are. I love all those unders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for you think Dennis will play the total Chris. I don't know. He asked me again today randomly. It's funny. He's like, are you betting Rams? And I'm like, I was like, I haven't bet it yet. I'm looking at more props. He's like, oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck is he always asking me what I want for? But uh, I- I'm assuming he will. He loves just oh, seeing fucking a bunch of course he is. It's the Super Bowl. He's firing the fucking total and the sides. 
Well, Kyle, let me throw it back to you because I want to I want to know. Is there a chance that we're still underestimating Cincy that they have like Burrow has raised his game and raised the entire team and that we still are underestimating what they might have become? I mean, I don't think you can underestimate any playoff team unless it was the 2009 Seattle Seahawks who were an amazing seven, eight and one or whatever it was. But I mean, parody's back in the NFL. I don't think anybody can really deny that. They're one of the hottest teams. That was obviously my argument for the Niners as well. Um, you know, they started hot, went through a dry spell, finished hot. You know, they've been impressive. You don't come back 21 to three against the Chiefs from luck. I mean, I understand plays weren't made, but, you know, that's who the Chiefs are. They're aggressive. That's why they are who they are. Um, but no, I mean, I, I I don't know how you could still undervalue or just even the argument they don't deserve to be here. It's just kind of ludicrous to me because, I mean, the teams they beat just to get here is impressive in itself. I mean, no one, no one even thought they're going to beat the Raiders. I mean, yeah, there, there were a lot of people betting Raiders in that. Dude, yeah, the Raiders could have easily won that game. And I, if the Titans and Bengals played 10 times, I would almost guarantee the Titans are going to win that fucking series 6-4. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. But I'm saying, like, for a team to win three essentially coin toss games, like, you can't keep calling it luck. I mean, at some point, you got to give them credit for being oh, in the no right, no doubt. The right no play, doubt. right? No doubt, but you're, they are gonna they're gonna run into a bus saw at some point, and that bus saw could be Chris's Rams. But have they actually played a good four quarters? Like that's my argument. You know, there's the regression of this way, but then there's also have they actually played that good offensively? I mean, not really. Like you could make exactly. the argument, and it sounds like Kyle, you are making the argument that since he actually has another level they can get to where they play a little bit more of a complete game. Where they run the ball a little bit better, um, yeah, that's I mean, certainly possible. I mean, we've kind of seen the Rams' ceiling already. Like the Rams' ceiling was when they d- just dismantled Arizona, when they were dismantling Tampa Bay. Like I don't know that we can see the Rams play better than what they've shown already, but since he might have another level, I think it's all Matt Stafford, dude. It's all Matt Stafford. If he's if he's on and he's not throwing his dumbass interceptions, I I think the Rams are. They're pretty fucking good on offense. They're they're going to move the ball and they're going to put up points. Yeah. Did you guys hear you know? what Debo said today? What about Trey Lance? No, about about the matchup between Ramsey and Jamar Chase. No, what do you say? Essentially, essentially, he just brought it back to there's no matchup if you can't you know block them up front. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even he's coming out saying he pretty much said you know the Niners lost that game because they had no answers. You know, they got up 17 to seven, but I think we'd all agree that the Rams kind of were controlling that game. Well, well, yeah, what he was alluding to, I think, because I did hear this, that, I mean, without saying it explicitly, he basically implied the Niners lost the game because they got in the end in 60 minutes kind of manhandled up front and that they had no answer for those guys. It was like the Super Bowl all over again. They had three offensive possessions to yeah. go back up, go take the lead, and you know, 
tip your hat to the Rams. They made the plays. Yeah. So since he better have, they better have a plan for, for that pass rush. Uh, they otherwise... better have a plan for those soft ass Rams, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Uh, that's a good place to take a break. We want to talk about uh, Kyle's favorite bet on the other side of the break. And um, I know Neil's got some stuff on first downs. I know Joe's got some rules for betting props. And so stay tuned for all of that. A quick update. Austin PA, Christopher, went under again. Wow. Is that, is that six in a row? That's why I asked you 141. Like, I mean, barely. The fuck is it, so hot? it landed 140. Oh, wow. So sweat. And they won. They covered that smelly, scummy fave laying points. Oh, that's what he said. Seven yep. and 14. <laughs> God. Oh, man. And the then uh, knocked off Purdue. They're storming the court. Wow. <laughs> and then uh, here, here's what were we talking about with UCI versus Riverside? The total was what? One, 121? 22 and a half or something? It's, it's 25, 23 at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Holy clanks. Oh my God. We Holy said it. We said God. nothing like a 60 to 57 Big West brick fight. If it gets uh, the. Wow. That's amazing. All right. Okay. Favorite bet in the Super Bowl. Kyle, explain the thrill of hammering the coin toss. Man, I've been doing this for 10 years now. So I don't I don't know how I came into it, but when the Niners played the Ravens back in 2013, you know, I saw it had been I don't remember how it came, but I saw it was heads four years in a row. I'm just like, hell yeah, tails. It's going to be tails. So back then I, you know, throw 200 bucks on it, which was a shit ton of money to me. And it was just the most sinking feeling when it landed heads for the fifth year in a row. <laughs> just, just so ridiculous. So everyone's like, Dude, why would you bet $200 on the coin toss? And I'm just like, man, it's imagine if you go to Vegas in the long run, Vegas, if you're playing table games, is going to take your money. I always go and just put everything I'm willing to lose on one hand of blackjack and walk away. You know, that's simple. So that was, that's kind of my theory. Hey, let's start the Super Bowl off with a huge win or lose. But what if you win? What if you win? Do you walk away from the table? I can't oh, no. because I've, I can't because I've already put so many other bets on the table. <laughs> so, yeah, it, so here, let me tell, I got to tell, well, no, tell. Then it goes, it goes into the next year. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I was with Matt in the Seattle Denver game. And oh, bullshit like, going to the next year. Shut up. Shut up. So <laughs> a couple of years ago, Kyle, you'll remember the story because it came up to one of the, oh, one of the great quotes. So Kyle and I are at March Madness, one of the openings. And I think he had bet a first to 15. And I want to say on like Duke, first Duke. to 15. And they were down Duke goes, to three. <laughs> Duke is down 14 to three, right? And we're like, we're done right? No. Duke goes on a like 16 to nil run. Duke ends up cashing. He collects his under, collects his hundy, right? He doesn't wait two seconds before telling me, Neil, and we were at MGM at the time. He says, Neil, we're walking to Cosmo and I'm putting it all on a hand of war. Right? He, so we walk our asses from MGM to Cosmo because Cosmo is the only spot that has war. 
He puts $200 on a hand of war, loses it. And I turn to him and I say, Kyle, you miserable piece of shit. But I then <laughs> won it all back on Duke's second half. So you did later on, but yeah, so you, for you to say you hold it till next year, bullshit, you're going to find the next 50, 50 bet to put it on. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but I don't know, Matt, like we've been doing this now for, I don't know, eight ish years. And I remember the first time you looked at me, like I was crazy. And I think we ran that tails, uh, streak that went, I don't know. It's just, it's just fun. Like I understand like, Oh, like we can guess, the national anthem over under a minute 50, like who fucking cares? Like whatever, like heads or tails. That, that's fun. I, I don't know. It's, it's truly 50, 50. And it's just, that's why I'm a degenerate piece of shit. Yeah. But the problem with betting a 50, 50 bet like that is you got to pay juice. So it's really not like the implied odds are shitty. That's what Unless, I'm saying is like, if you're going to yeah, do it, if you're in Vegas, true. just go put, just go put that same money on red or black. It's the same fucking thing. Oh, he does. Yeah. Yeah, this odds are better in roulette that you win. Um, I mean, there is the green, but like it, it, just the juice. If you every time the you juice, see that 115 that 10 streak fuck. of red or black, fuck, fuck doing the other color, always green, always green. Oh, god, how many roulette yeah, tables have we <laughs> walked by looking for uh, looking for that fucking red nine? Too many. Oh my god! I, the only two, the only coin toss I remember hitting with you was I think you were at my place for that Patriots um, Eagles, and we somebody we did recorded it us. Chiefs, though, uh, you've we, done it with me at least three couple years, times. Man. Couple times. I remember there's a video of my dog getting scared because we were so happy. Yeah. And yelling. That was the Niner Chiefs Super Bowl. Yeah, that was a that was a memorable one. Uh, all right, so coin toss. I mean, sure. That's fun. It's fun. It's, it's over it's, in like one second. It's it's just thrilling as fuck. Instant gratification. Yeah. Okay. Um, Joe, you had some rules for props. Yeah, I do. I got a couple. Um, just so there's a lot of fucking new betters out there that don't. They just see all these bets and they don't really take into account. They just they just hammer right and then they don't take into account their bets on the sides and totals and all this other bullshit. So like the biggest thing I, I would recommend to people that are going to fire a thousand props, like every single one of us in here, cause we're all degenerates is at least build yourself a narrative. Like don't contradict yourself. You know, if you're going to bet the over, don't bet all the players fucking like don't bet players to score touchdowns or over on yards and all that shit. You know, it, don't middle yourself. Like don't make sure that you can win before firing a billion props you know so just build a narrative and don't contradict yourself are my two biggest things and also if there is line movement you see a player go from like you know like what's cooper cup you open at like 99 he's up to like 107 now is it smart to bet the over i mean if you want to degenerate yes but obviously the majority of the value on almost all the props are going to be on the under because the public's firing the over on all these especially new betters Random motherfuckers in Vegas are going down. I want the over on everything. So lean to unders. Lean to unders. That's my my. I agree uh, with you one hundred percent. I've yes. lost so many props betting the over when I like. I don't know for whatever reason when I play them, I mainly do overs and I yeah. The big, I lost like eighty percent of them. 
the biggest thing is people just see like, oh, it's so easy. Like he's going to go over that number. He's going to go. People don't people don't understand that Vegas has that yeah. narrative, has yeah, the like information the, built into that number already. Yeah. And it was like Kyle Uchet, Matt, remember? Yeah. Like that's like a lock. I mean, last year, I think the only prop I did was because I'm a Trojan homer was for Rojo to get a touchdown. He got one and then it was called back for holding or something. <laughs> Like, I mean, so there's, to Joe's point, there's a reason why when these props go live in the Vegas books, like last Thursday, all the sharp guys are lined up around the sports book to bet it right away because the numbers go up um, and they, they move. So they have their numbers, they bet them instantly. And then when dumbass knew better, who's, who's depositing 500 into his DraftKings account, two hours before the game, you're getting the worst number on everything. If you're firing those over. So, yeah. So we say on this pod, we've been saying it for forever, you know, favorites early dogs late, same shit, man. On this, on at least in this instance, overs early unders late. Yeah. That's a great rule of thumb. And honestly, the, my biggest piece of advice too, is if it seems like such a lock, just fade yourself, do the opposite. (laughs) Yeah. Don't be scared. Just do it. No, that's, that's good stuff. Um, Neil, you were been looking into first downs. Do I have that right? Yeah. So one of the, one of the interesting uh, props that sort of caught my eye was uh, first downs by team. So really what the books did going back and they set the number for Cincinnati at 19 and a half and they set – the Rams at 20 and a half. And basically if you go back and you just run Cincinnati and the Rams, Cincinnati averages 19.8 first downs a game and the Rams average 20.8 first downs a games. And that was over the regular season. Um, What I think going back and it kind of touches on some of the narrative, like that Kmart said, if you go back though, in the super bowl themselves, right. And I went back seven years. So you have 14 teams that played 10 of the 14 went over 21 first downs and if you think about sort of how the game plan is going to go you're going to have a little more you know coaches will probably be a little more conservative they're just going to try to continue to move the football you may not take those big home run shots down the field you're just kind of trying to you know move the sticks um and so that's why i like both actually both teams to go under their individual prop and if you kind of think about just like your basic strategy of what you think that the Rams are going to do. If you think that the Rams, and I think most people don't really see that the Rams are going to have that big of a problem moving the ball, you know, between the twenties and moving the chains. Right. I think that there's no way that they, you know, the Rams don't go over theirs so or get really close. And then sort of what Kmart touched on at the beginning with Cincinnati, right. The whole narrative, if you believe the narrative that Burrow's going to have to get rid of the ball and get rid of it very quick, because he's not going to have time to, take seven steps back, wait for Chase to go 40 yards down the field. Is it going to be a lot of very quick slants, a lot of screens, you know, get the ball out of his hands as quickly as possible and hopefully that some playmakers can make some plays, right? I could easily Cincinnati, even though I like the under, I could easily see both teams getting there with first downs because of just a slower, a little more methodical tempo, just moving the ball, right these shots downfield like I can't imagine even you know the Rams especially if you think the Rams are going to take a leap there's no way that McVay is going to let Stafford go out and start throwing 40 yard bombs you know down the field there's no way he's going to trust him that much so it's just going to be this methodical slow drive 
again, historically in the Super Bowl, right? 10 of 14 teams have gone over 21. So this would cash 10 of 14 times historically, even go back to some really bad, like that new England rant, the new England Rams, right? The Rams went under their total at 14, but new England only had 13 points in that game. They still had 22 first downs, right? So I think there's a lot to that can be said with first, first down prop that even though I like the under, I still see how this could hit. And, you know, Joe talked about middling, if it goes over the total, then both of these first down props are probably going to go over because teams are moving the football at will. So it's one of those bets that I think could go both ways, but I could also win both fairly easily. I feel like uh, a first down prop could likely go over on a low scoring game. Right. If right. Cause I mean, if they're throwing bombs, that's not a lot of first downs. You know, like, like, if they're, if they're committing fucking 40 yard passes, but if yeah. they do in like a 20 play methodical drive where they get five first down, five or six first downs on one drive, that's how you get that over. And that's, that's more conducive to an under bet on the total. Yeah. But, and still yeah. draw like the last year, Tampa, yeah, Tampa Bay last year, 26 first downs, right? And also, the that they blew, that they blew yeah. them out. You got to be careful, Neil. You can never say no way or like it's never going to happen because that's the kiss of death. That's how you get fucked. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any, uh, what about some of these props that people like to bet? Like, will there be an extra point missed? Will there be a two point conversion? That was one of the ones I picked out. Uh, I did, will there be a successful two point conversion at plus 260? I don't know. Fun, fun bet. Why not? Yeah, Decent odds, Deece. or you know, you can you can do even if they even try a uh, two point conversion, it's minus one ten either side. Yeah, I, I like did, that one. I did that like mixed in with the safety at like plus eight hundred, like just an <laughs> attempt or or a safety for plus eight hundred. I'm like sure. How do you guys feel about? Uh, will there be a sack first or touchdown first? Hope the Bengals get the ball first. <laughs> Chris, what are the odds in that bet? Did you look it up? I have it in front of me. You do? Who's sure favored? Do. I would say that uh I would say that a touchdown is favored minus one twenty. Shows how much you know football. Sack minus one thirty five, touchdown plus one oh five. Oh wow! Well, maybe I mean, shoot, that's just maybe. kind of telling you that they think. That, I mean, that just goes along with a lot of people like to bet. A lot of the sharps are saying they'll take punt before you know a score. A lot of them are saying that the Rams punt before score and the Bengals punt before they think that it might start slow. So that would lean you towards yeah, they'll there might be a sack. You know, they don't they don't think Super Bowls don't typically start out too high. They're not going to throw you know, do a five yard, 75 yard drive right off the bat. A lot of times they come out a little clunky, you know? Yeah. But I think both coaches or at least the Rams, they're going to have, you know, you know, McVay is going to fucking have at least 20 plays scripted for this motherfucker. And then uh, Zach Taylor's just going to tell Joe Burrow to pull his cock out. Those, those are the two coaches uh, <laughs> game plans. So, so Matt brought up, the missed extra point, but you know what I didn't realize? So I, I heard today on Follow the Money that 
the 18 of the last 20 Super Bowls, there has been no, the no has cashed. So they're saying it's a sharp play to do the no. The implied odds should be minus 900, but it's wow. only there around 250. But I was thinking, going back, the, the extra point was shorter. They only changed, what was it, like five years ago? They changed? Five or six years ago? Yeah. 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 Five or six. So you got you to gotta think it hasn't been. And one of the years didn't, was it? Gostowski doinked one or something a few years back. So uh, maybe there's value on there. They're not taking into account that this is pushed back, you know, five, 10 yards. So interesting. Another one with follow the money too, that they brought up was, will there be a doink? And it was like plus 500. It has to be be more than one of the crossbars. But yeah, it has to be the crossbar, not the bottom of it. What if it's on a kickoff? No. It's on a field goal attempt okay. or extra point it has to hit a has to hit it upright, and I was like, dude, that would be so electric to root for a doink on like a fucking like a forty-two yard field goal that you know it's totally in play. <laughs> Holy shit! If Cody Parkey was in that game, oh. I bet the odds are like plus two hundred. I could see Gay missing an extra point. Who? Gay. Yeah, for oh, sure. Well, Mr. Right, leave it short from 47. <laughs> see oh, yeah. Someone. yeah, but he's more liable hit the bottom. We want the fucking uprights. That's true. That's true. So here's a fun one for you guys. Um, we've got Burrow, who, of course, was a transfer, but ends up at LSU against Stafford, who uh, first overall pick out of Georgia. Last SEC quarterback. To win a Super Bowl was, Ooh. there have not been very many. Oh. Say it again. Last SEC quarterback to win a Super Bowl, dude. That's so fucking Johnny hard. Manziel. <laughs> it's tough because there's been but so much Brady. It's, it's been like Brady, no, 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 Big Ben. Eli, Eli, Eli. It's actually Peyton. Peyton. Neil is right. Tennessee, Tennessee. But okay, here you go. Now the last three Broncos. Yeah, the last three have been the Mannings. So you had obviously Peyton from Tennessee, had Eli from Ole Miss. Before that, it goes. I mean, it's forever. It's like Kenny Stabler. (laughs) It's like Stabler in Super Bowl Eleven. Holy shit. From Alabama. That's funny, man. That's, so that's it, funny. Yeah. Oh, Stabler went to Bama. Didn't Namath also? Uh, Na- yes. Well, yeah, he did, right? I, I but Namath so. was earlier. Yeah. So there's been a lot of uh, a lot of Pac-12, honestly. When you look at like... Um, like Foles. Foles. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and Rod- Rogers and uh, Elway. And then we got a, a Fresno State Bulldog in there, Joe. Let's go, Trent Dilfer. Dilfer. The Dilf. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, just so much Brady. So it's interesting that so few SEC guys have, have done it, and now you have two of them going head-to-head. So obviously LSU and um, Georgia have not produced one, and one of those guys is going to win it. So, all right, good shit, guys. Um, I don't know if we want to do predictions, right? Like, we're going to – wait and see what Dennis does on Sunday. We'll see if he's a little flip-flopper as he's been known to do. But Chris, you're pretty sure he's going to he's going to hold strong and go Bengals. Or do you 
or do you think he's? Do, yeah. do you do you think he's maybe second guessing since he texted you if you're betting Rams? Maybe, yeah, he oh, might. Man, Joe, Chris, wouldn't would you, you laugh your ass off after Chris has been peddling this narrative for two weeks that no one's betting you Rams? Know, you know, I'll take whoever the fuck he's Chris he's you, on. Hashtag pay Ed back if he's if. Uh, <laughs> If Dan is on the Rams, are you prepared to take a load of cum from Ed? I'll take a load of cum from Ed if someone can tell me uh, the Super Bowl champ that went to the Missouri Valley Conference. Is it a quarterback? Yeah. Mm. Oh wow! Oh god! Uh, there's there's some. I'm not going to go because I don't want to cheat. <laughs> oh man! Is it a Super Bowl? It's in the first like 15. No. Is it 30 years old? <laughs> Almost. Missouri Valley. Oh man, this is hard. I I I don't. I don't that know. would be what like a D one double A or something. I know there's some random ones like um... Flacco went to Delaware State. Uh, I don't know, man. And didn't Bradshaw so, go to like La Tech? Yeah. What are they? Yeah, he's a law tech bulldog. Kurt Warner went to Northern Iowa. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. Has anybody seen the Kurt Warner movie? No. No. How is no, how is it? I don't know. I was asking the the resident Rams fan in here. Apparently he's really not. Just like every other Rams fan. I want to watch, dude. I want so I I was selling uh, patio door the other day. The lady had a cardinal shirt on and her email was something like cardinals 13 at yahoo she goes 13 for kurt warner and i'm like oh you guys got him from from the rams he's like oh are you a rams fan yeah well i was a rams fan but when he left i stuck with him i love kurt (laughs) wow wow (laughs) does she know he was on the giants too yeah, I was like, did you did you switch to Giants too? <laughs> so you were a Giants fan until they drafted Eli, and then you said, "Fuck those guys." <laughs> Let's be honest, though. Kurt does have a nice cock, <laughs> even though I have longer hair than his wife. <laughs> Please, did, has anyone seen the the Sean Payton movie on Netflix? Yes, Kevin I James. saw it. Yes, I watched it. It's preposterous that Payton, Kevin how James. The, how the fuck do you approve that say like Kevin James can play me? No that idea. Guy. No what, idea. What what sense does that make? Like Sean mo- Payton's a good looking, but no. Let me let me get let me get fat Kevin James. Dude, the movie is like, decent. Is it? It yeah. looked funny. It it's good. Funny. It's I haven't good. watched it yet. Is it it's, okay? And Sean Payton makes a hilarious cameo at the end of it. And you guys, you got. I kind of want to ruin it on the pod just because it's funny, and you guys will think you'll want to see it at the end. Like literally, like the last line in the movie, they go. Uh, Sean Payton walks in and he's actually the janitor cleaning up the office of Kevin James, who's playing Sean Payton. And he's like, Hey, they weren't as good without you. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking great, dude. I respect the shit out of Sean Payton, but fuck you for not winning coach of the year because I just lost that bet. Oh, man. Well, Chris is going to have a sleepless night tonight. No, uh, no Cooper Cup MVP. It was a good run, Chris. You you kept that dream alive. Hey, you got good uh, CLV though, right? Oh God, I got it at one hundred and twenty-five. It closed at twenty. Man, give me the trophy. 
Yeah. All right, we're gonna go. I was dreaming of filet mignon, guys. I'm sorry, I was dreaming of creamy, delicious mushrooms and we can filet also mignon and our own tenderloin. No, 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 <laughs> Kyle. If Keith Mitchell wins the WM Phoenix Open, I will take us to Ruth's Crest. He's only like three back, I think. Something to cheer. I have him at a hundred to one. Beautiful. Hundred bucks. Fifty bucks. Good. Nice. All right, we're gonna call it a pod before we get off the rails here and start talking about Chris and Ed some more. Speaking of, I didn't know where you. You can't spell head without Ed. Chris, I didn't know where you were going with that. With that creamy. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. All right, guys. um, For Joe. And spell poop head without Ed. (laughs) And Neil and that guy, Chris Duke. We will be back early next week. We'll talk about the Super Bowl and uh, we'll figure out what the fuck happened. And then we'll talk about what our plan is to go forward without football and bring you guys some more content on the pod. And uh, just remind everyone, Chris, what happens when you bet on poop like Austin PA, the governor's. Like all these dogs in the NBA that went three and twenty-five the last few days, you step in it and you're fucked. But keep firing dogs, folks. Go Bengals! Yeah, 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 yeah.